In this episode of Tim Talk, we reflect on the lessons of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. during a conversation with civil rights leader, James Varner. Thank you for joining us for Tim Talk. I'm Tim Dentry, President and CEO of Northern Lighthouse. This week, we celebrate the life and lessons of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. As we continue our journey of racial, social, and medical justice, it's appropriate for us to reflect on the life of Dr. King. Joining me to offer his valuable insights is a longtime civil rights leader and activist from right here in Maine, Mr. James Varner. Thank you for joining me here today, Mr. Varner. Hey, I, I want to uh, thank you for having me at this very important time in our history and celebrating Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday and some of the lessons that he has shared with us. Absolutely. So thankful that you're here. You have a distinguished resume in promoting human rights, racial justice, and medical justice. You served on the Maine Human Rights Commission, co-founded the Bangor, Maine chapter of the NAACP, are the president of the Maine Human Rights Coalition, served on the Eastern Maine Health System Board of Directors, and have been working with Northern Lighthouse since 1994. I understand you also attended the 1963 March in Washington, D.C., where Dr. King delivered his I Have a Dream speech. What about that particular message? My goodness, 1963, there you are in that crowd, and there's Dr. King, and there's all the, the people and the, the feeling of, of that crowd. So what about that message? First of all, what feeling has stayed with you since then? And okay, second, you know, yeah, go ahead, uh, Tim. You know, before I answer that, I want to take us to a special place. I want you to close your eyes and the, the uh, listening audience. I want you to do the same thing. Close your eyes and take your right hand and grab your left hand and pretend that it's my hand. Okay, and I'm a man of color, or better still, Dr. Martin Luther King's hand. Now. Can you feel his color? Can you answer me? Can you feel the color of Dr. King? Absolutely not. You cannot. Keep that hand, feeling that hand. Does that hand feel like your hand? Does it answer me? Does that hand that's grabbing yeah, my left yeah. hand, does it feel it like does, my Does it feel like hand? the hand of a loved one? Yes. Okay. You're holding the hand of a human being. We are defined as mammals. A further classification is homo sapiens. And that, my friends, you out there in the listening audience, and you too, Tim, means that we are human beings. And Dr. King was a human being, and uh, his life matters. And, you know, that's what the uh, Black Lives Matter movement is all about. And he was, he was about that. And his speech on that day in 1963 is one of the most powerful speeches they said it was ever given, you know. And uh, he talked about the crime that this nation has committed, you know, the crime of slavery, more than 300 years. And he, he came to collect that debt, and he talked about, in that speech, the pain and suffering that black people are undergoing, and uh, he, he, he t talked about, we come here to Washington, D.C. on this day to collect 
an unpaid debt of 300 years of, of slavery, and we are asking for fair treatment, you know. We should not be denied the opportunity to uh, live where we want to live in, in different uh, communities. We are suffering in so many ways, and he laid out a, a, a path for us to be able to live together and treat each other the way you want to be treated. And, and the government has a responsibility to see that uh, black people uh, have the right to vote. And, you know, we're denied uh, that opportunity. Uh, that was a very powerful and moving speech, and it has laid out a roadmap uh, for us to follow. And uh, it was all about the uh, Black Lives Movement, uh, which we have uh, today. You know, I was just speaking with another gentleman on one of these podcasts, and this is a gentleman who, who did so much in his life to help others. He was a physician, surgeon, and did so much to help with access and with understanding of a clinical condition, how we can all work together to, to make it a, that a better state. And, I, you know, there's so many parts of that discussion that I really enjoy, but one is... He, he boiled it all down to love. Hey, it's amen, all about love. brother. So how is that, you know, what, what, so first of all, you, you just said how, how you resonate with that. I heard you say that. Yeah, it all boils down in you as well, that it's all about love. When you think of that moment in time, Dr. King, that was part of his message. Big part of his message was love. And then all the things that everyone is trying to have a more peaceful life right now in this moment in time. So I don't know, collect, connect those dots for me. What does that make you think of? Well, basically, we need to think about white privilege. That's, that's really a, a major problem. And one of the reasons that we are having so much uh, mistreatment of uh, African Americans as as human beings. I I uh, am thinking about Dr. Martin Luther King, and I, I want to share something with you that sort of addresses that question, and that uh, uh, I came up with is a pledge to undo racism and discrimination in America, and I hope that uh, you can. Uh, be a part of the, using this pledge. Uh, and it says, I pledge first to take a look at my own racist attitudes, behaviors, and thinking, which I may have unconsciously acquired over my lifetime from the media, home, workplace, and educational system. Two, I pledge to share, whenever possible, the 1995 findings of the genetic discovery through the scientific study of DNA, which proved that all human beings originate from the same strand of life, thus making us all related as brothers and sisters who share a common heritage. Three, I pledge to treat all human beings, regardless of their origin, as I want to be treated, and as, a, as I want my own family and loved ones treated. I pledge to stress the beauty and diversity of having a respect for all human beings, regardless 
of where their homes might be, or I mean, in school, at my workplace, and socially. Five, I pledge to the best of my ability to work daily to combat racism wherever I see it. Six, I pledge to help form coalitions whenever possible with religious, educational, service, and social organizations to discuss and work toward the elimination of all traces of personal and institutional racism, uh, discrimination toward others who seem different from myself with regard to race, color, sex, creed, national origin, disability, sexual orientation, or human or male, failed sexual preferences. I pledge as I am sojourning to treat the earth and all living creatures with respect and care. And I, I'm sure that this is something that Dr. King would uh, endorse and, and something that we can make uh, a part of our, our lives. And we, we have a responsibility to endorse fair treatment of African Americans just like any other uh, human being. And this thing of birth, think about it for a moment. We don't have any uh, control over who we were are born to be. You could have been born to be me, and I could have been born to be you. Therefore, we deserve to, you know, have, I, I think, all the same treatment. And, and Dr. King, oh, thank goodness for him. I, I just feel so sad uh, uh, when I think about his life and uh, what a beautiful individual he, he was and uh, the fact that he was assassinated because of what he was doing to bring about love. So let us pick up his cross. Let us uh, continue his work. And let us understand this Black Lives Matter movement and, and, and the reason why it exists. It is not saying that black people are any better than any other people. It is saying we are the same as human beings, and we deserve uh, to have the same treatment as other human beings, regardless of the color of their skin, you know? And uh, it is uh, the opposite of what uh, white privilege is, is doing, which says that you as a person uh, being white, you deserve some special treatment. If you're uh, driving in an automobile, you're not stopped uh, because of the color of the skin, but I am stopped because of the color of the skin. We just need to be inspired, uh, you know, by Dr. King's uh, uh, life and his, his dream for this country. His dream for this country where one day, in that speech, he says, one day we will sit down at the table of justice and little black boys and black girls and white boys and white girls would sit down at the table of justice and, you know, love one another and realize that we're all the same and we, we all sh should have the uh, right and the privilege that uh, every human being is entitled to under the Constitution of the United States of America. So. I, I ask you out there to, to uh, stop and think about Dr. Martin Luther King's life 
and his dream for America. I want you to think about the, the responsibility that you have as a human being to give life to that dream of Dr. Martin Luther King uh, Jr. And uh, really uh, am uh, thankful of this opportunity to be here and to share some thoughts to do those things. So uh, I, I'm, I'm thankful to be here sitting talking with you, Tim. Terrific. I, I really appreciate that, Mr. Mr. Varner. And you know what? I, you handed me a copy when we met last week of that pledge. Yeah. And I really studied that. And uh, as I'm listening to you, I was, I was reflecting on that even more. And, you know, there are a couple of things, if, if I could share with you, things that really struck home with me, drove home with me. One is I want to take a look at my own attitudes, behavior, and, and thinking because, you know, there are, you know, it's the micro kinds of things sometimes that we all need to be, make ourselves more aware of. I think there are so many great, well-meaning people in our, our society, definitely in our organization and those that I love and those that I don't know as well, you know, but I'm trying to get to know as a, as a new CEO of Northern Light Health. But I've just found that the more I take a hard look at my own attitudes and behaviors and thinking it down at the micro level. And, you know, I, I, I love, you know, Maya Angelou's famous quote. It's not what you do that people that stays with people, not how, how you, you act that makes it people. It's, it's how you make them feel. Right. And, you know, there are a lot of micro ways in which you can make people feel not so great. And so be really tuned into that and really reinforce that, you know, because our organization, Northern Light Health here in Maine, I mean, we're in the caring business, you know, that's what we do. We provide care and it's got to be holistic, the whole person. And so you got to be able to make sure that you're connecting in a ways that does relate as brothers and sisters with a common heritage. That's part of your pledge. Treat people as you want to be treated. I Amen mean, to I that, mean, brother. Whose moms and dads didn't train, uh, teach all of us when we were little kids? That's a, that was that was uh, the holy rule, right? Treat others as you expect to be treated. I want to spend a second too on the beauty of diversity because I, I think I might have mentioned with you that in more than a decade before I came here to Northern Light Health, about four years ago, I was with two organizations. Uh, they were international organizations. They're based here in the U.S. Uh, but I spent two years in Ethiopia helping to re rebuild their hospital infrastructure. And, and then I spent uh, about nine years doing other international things with Johns Hopkins International, and I lived in, in the Arab world for six years. So I had that experience for a decade before I came back to America, here to Maine, to be in African culture and to be in Arabic culture. And the joy of learning about other people's, you know, cultures and thoughts and, and that kind of thing. And also, frankly, to be a, a minority in both of those situations, but embraced as if I was some VIP, which I didn't consider myself to be whatsoever. But they treated me that way. I mean, I can remember being invited into homes, for example, in Ethiopia, and this would be a one or two, you know, room kind of thing with a lot of people that live there. And I remember coming, being invited to dinner and they would, we'd be talking, having fun, yeah. and they would put 
a, a plate of food in front of me and then they'd all sit back and I was like, well, are we all eating together? Well, no, I was their deeply respected invited guest and the guest has to eat first and then they eat. And I'm to this minute, I'm blown away recalling that because that's love. That's deep respect. You know, here I'm the minority and they're saying, here's our food and we're not going to eat wow. until, until you're satisfied. So you know what? And so the beauty of diversity is those are the exact words in your pledge. And that really just drives home with me very, very deeply and very personally. It's such a good, good, good feeling to be able to love another human being. I, I know I feel good when I treat someone, you know, in a loving way and you know, it warms my heart when I do that. And take the lead from Dr. Martin Luther King's life. He would have been 93 years old if he, he was living today. And give life to his work and give life, continued life to him even though he, he's died. You can do it. Give a little love every chance you get. Mr. Varner, that's a beautiful note to... to to end this podcast on. I really appreciate that. So thank you for listening to this episode of Tim Talk. Mr. Varner, thank you for joining me here to have this meaningful discussion. Thank you for having me, and I look forward to working with Northern Light Health. It's, it's, it's a pleasure. And that will wrap up this episode of Tim Talk. Thank you again, Mr. Varner. And thank you to you, our podcast listeners, too. Until next time. I'm Tim Dentry, encouraging you to listen and act to promote our culture of caring, diversity, and inclusion. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tim Talk. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, you can find additional podcasts at northernlighthealth.org podcast. We welcome you to join us next month when we will have a series of guests to discuss Black History Month.